There we go, box. I have two copies of the movie. One's the slipcover. Um, no! Fuck it. It needs to be on the floor. That's where it belongs. Hello, citizens. Welcome to B-Movie Battle. For Nick Cage cast... 23? Let's go with 23. I don't know. For Color Out of Space. Uh, Cage's newest movie to come out. It's, it's a couple months old by now. This is a movie I was looking forward to for a while, and it kept getting pushed back for Blu-ray release. Uh, feels like it was pushed back for years, but maybe it was just one year. But it kept getting different dates, and I kept updating like my Amazon. I'm like, yeah, here it comes, and it just never came out. Uh, I mean, obviously it did eventually. Uh, otherwise, that'd be really weird. I made a printed-out copy and, and made the movie on a disc. That'd be really weird. It has a 2019 release date, but it didn't actually get into theaters until January. But there were no showings for the Colorado, or I shouldn't say the, it's just called Colorado Space. There were no showings for Colorado Space in my local theaters. Why? Why? I was I was looking all over for this movie. I had to comb for it. I was like looking, I was wanting to order a Blu-ray. It wasn't available. And then they kept pushing the date back. And then I wanted to rent it. I couldn't figure out if it was on demand or if it's, you know, if it was somewhere out on the internet. I didn't really know. I had to look for it. and then all of a sudden one day it popped up in in the uh, voodoo playlist under indie films i'm like holy shit colorado space and i just blind bought that shit because i feel bad for what happened to richard stanley and i'm like even if i hate this movie i want to support this dude i want him to get some kind of royalty or at least a fraction of anything to support richard stanley i was hoping there'd be commentary from director uh, richard stanley on here but the making of colorado space i haven't watched that yet i kind of want to deleted scenes and photo gallery which if you're buying a Blu-ray, I don't buy a lot of physical copies. People, these have been showing up for months now. I, I don't know where these are coming from. I, I'm pretty sure Nick Cage himself is sending them to me. I don't have any concrete evidence to prove that though. But when you buy a Blu-ray or, or something, some sort of physical media, you wanna have a director's commentary to the point where if there's not a director's commentary, I almost don't want to own it because there's no reason, there's no advantage of owning it over a digital copy of it. I mean, people like physical media, but I want to watch Left Behind with director Vic Armstrong describing why the fuck he made this movie. I previously reviewed this movie uh, on the show and it's got awful. At least there's no Kirk Cameron though. I'm pretty sure there's like 15 of those Kirk Cameron Left Behind movies. Um, I, I have never seen one but they look terrible. They look even worse than that one, than the Cage one. I guess what I want to say is, a couple days ago I shot a review for this movie and I got really bogged down in the details and I talked way too much at length about the specifics of it and I even bored myself. And I was rambling and I made no sense sometimes and it wasn't fun or funny, I was almost angry. But it wasn't a funny angry, I was just kind of a bored angry, which apparently exists, I just found that out. Um, I want to lean on this, but I, I feel like I'll break the... It's literally on a dresser drawer top, like tipped over sideways, because I had to come up with something in a few minutes. So I feel if I got lean on it, it's just going to fall over. Then I got a huge fucking mess. And if I have a mess in the place that they have me held hostage in, they turn off the oxygen until I clean it up. So I have to fucking scramble and pick everything up. It's a nightmare. The point is, though, I wanted to redo this just so I could skim over the movie we're gonna touch on some details and we're gonna get the fuck out of here i don't feel like talking about this movie any more than i have to i guess let's begin with this is a nick cage movie from 2019 
uh, directed by Richard Stanley. And real quick, Richard Stanley, I only really know from the Lost Souls documentary he made, or he was in, I should say, he didn't make it, where he was directing, uh, what year did that movie come out, 97, 96, something like that? Island of Dr. Moreau, you know what it is. And he was a director, Richard Stanley. He wears a fucking cowboy hat and he looks like he's on a safari all the time. He looks like he reeks and, and smells of booze and probably weed. He just seems like a guy I would not have any fun hanging around. And eventually he gets fired and they bring in my favorite director of all time, John Frankenheimer. The movie's a piece of shit still. Bringing him in did not help. It only tarnished the, the name of a legendary director of like Seconds, A Manchurian Candidate and a bunch of great movies. But Richard Stanley didn't take being fired too lightly. I definitely recommend watching the Lost Souls documentary. It is fascinating. He, instead of just fucking off back home, he hides out in the, like, in the jungle and watches them, watches the, the production. And which is like watching your, your wife that you're still with, you get kicked out of the house and you're like, oh, fine. And you're watching through the blinds that she's fucking like seven other dudes and really badly and they're not pulling out. And you're just like, oh, she's fucking up. She's gonna get preggers. Oh God, why am I watching this? Why are you watching this shit movie get made? Is is beyond me. But then he also snuck on the set as as dressed up as one of the weird little creatures because the movie's all about like mutating things together, like splicing DNA from different animals. It's a fucking dumb movie. Fruza Balk is also in it, and she can't even save it. Um, but that's Richard Stanley in a nutshell. I don't, I've never seen another Richard Stanley movie as far as I know, so I know nothing about him outside of that and now this. Let's just say Meteorite lands on Nick Cage's farm. He raises alpacas for milk and eventually for meat. I don't, I've never heard of anyone eating an alpaca. I, I've never thought about eating one. They don't look delicious. They look dumb as shit. They look like sheep that were spliced with DNA of something like Island of Dr. Moreau. They look terrifying. They look like they would bite you given any chance. But he's going to eat them apparently. There's one scene where he's milking the alpaca and I'm pretty sure he's just jerking off a male one and it's just the guy, he's like, oh, fuck yeah. By the way, I'm not female. I don't have any milk. Oh God, keep going, keep going. Oh God, this is great. What the fuck does he think he's drinking? He's just drinking it right out of a ladle. What the fuck is he doing? That's not, not like a goat. milk. Uh, don't Nathan, do a lot of milk. That's a. Uh, I mean, it, the alpaca's really enjoying what you're doing, but that is not a female, sir. I'm sure you can record it and make some money off selling that online, but. Nice one, Dad. Oh, what was that face? Ah, milk! <laughs> really warm, salty milk. Would you like a taste? Oh, no, no. That's gross. Oh, we're gonna see it on his lips, aren't we? Oh, good. I couldn't take that much erotic in this movie. There's Nick Cage, his wife, and they have two sons and a daughter. The daughter is outside in the introductory scene of the movie, doing some sort of weird Wiccan, not Wiccan, uh, ritual to cure their mom of cancer or something. And she's also wishing to get the fuck out of this place, because I don't blame her. And then, a waterologist, or I forget what his exact name is called, like his title, walks upon her and he's like, the fuck you doing out here? She's got like a circle of rocks. And we see Barbie doll legs made into a swastika hanging from somewhere. And they don't ever explain that. I feel like I'm watching Thin Red Line, endlessly talking about your thoughts about everything. We're Chang Chang Chung. 
We got a Nazi doll, doll, Nazi uh, Barbie legs. Cool. Behind me, Gabrielle. There's no Gabrielle. Sorry. Am I watching Troy: Resurrection of Anus again? This feels a lot like it. Oh, here he is. Dude, get out of there. You don't have a chance. Your skin tone tells me you don't have a chance in this movie. Run away now. He's just like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, it's nothing. Fuck off. And you can tell she's into him. And then he becomes an important character sprinkled throughout the movie. He's black. So when I saw him on screen and I knew it was a horror movie, I was like, dude, get the fuck out of there. Do not be involved in this plot. When you see a bunch of white people and you know it's a horror movie, get the fuck out of there. If you're not white, get the fuck out. Because white people are too dumb to get the fuck out. They're going to get killed. But you should be smart and just go, no, no. Take off my mic. No, thanks. No, thanks, movie. <laughs> no, I don't want to be involved in this. Some weird voodoo shit or Wiccan shit. No, no, no. No idea why he stays there. He's, he's there to survey the water for some reason. I missed what he's doing a survey for. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Live in your gardener. You live I in my garden? Live out here. In my garden? Unfortunately. What the fuck year is it? A bitch is barefoot on a fucking horse. It seems like 1620. This dude's wearing like modern clothes. He seems 20 years older than her. This is very inappropriate. She's out of a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> he looks confused. Let her go back to her century, her timeline, her time period. What century is my daughter in? Oh, God. Richard Stanley himself uh, practiced witchcraft. His uh, mother was a, a famous, you know, not a famous, but his mother was a known witch as well. So he does try to incorporate elements of witchcraft into his movies. And that's cool. You know, I, um, I like the way they handled it in this one because you open up with a shot on the daughter and it looks like they're kind of in this kind of old. You don't really know what era this movie's taking place in because the original book, was, you know, the original story was written back in the 20s, you know. So is this like, you know, super old times? But now she's just wearing a, a some, some kind of ceremonial uh, outfit and she's trying to do something to, uh, they indicate that, well, I don't, I don't want to leave too many spoilers out, but I'm not going to tell you why she's doing a ritual, but it opens up on that and it, it kind of gives you a little bit of a subversion of expectation as to what time period this is set in. But then you find out that this this is definitely modern time. So it's a modern take on the movie. But then anyway, meteorite lands and then... Uh, Nick Cage goes outside and he smells something awful. It's a big magenta colored meteorite. We saw the sky light up. All the kids are in the room doing weird shit. Uh, the, the older brother's watching porn when, when this happens. The younger brother's sleeping. The, the daughter's doing fucking something. Nick Cage is trying to fuck his wife for the first time in a while because he goes in the great detail to the news later on. Exactly, or to the cops, I think it was. Exactly what they were doing when the meteorite landed. He gets really too personal with that. Uh, TMI, as, as they would say. Oh, my God. oh anal. Uh, get your fist in there. <sighs> I don't want to watch a teenage girl sleep. I'm sorry. I feel real creepy. Oh, it's the color out of space. Articular bad guy. <gasps> the movie Mandy's in the house. Get out. Are we going to see some killer alpacas? That's fucking awesome. How are the fucking alpaca attacks? Alpaca attack. That's a good fucking band name. Holy shit. I'm gonna remove that from this video. Get it, Cage! 
Get in there! Bust those guts! He's <laughs> gonna change that older brother's not looking porn forever. You got a glowing MacGuffin out in the yard. It's weird. Well, it was last night. I was in bed with my wife, and it was the first time that we, you know, since the operation. Why did you have to include that little detail? Like a sonic boom and a big flash, <clears throat> like a pink light. Anyway, so I'm fucking really good, you know, getting in there first time in a while, you know. And, uh, you know, she's got that little dryness going on, you know. She's been trying to take some cream for it. It's just not working out since it's not lubricating down there. So, anyway, I go walk over to the, the nightstand. I grab some KY and I get it in there. Get it in my finger. I spill over the floor. I kind of slip in a little bit. I don't fall down, though, luckily, because I had, like, a hemorrhage last year. And I don't want to go through that again. Anyway, I don't know, or concussion or anything from high school. I, don't, I can't take another one, the doctor said. Anyway, so I, I, I get up the lube. I clean it up. And by the time I get over the bed, I'm not hard anymore. So, she has to fluff me a little bit. And I get in the bed. And we're trying to go at it, and all of a sudden this fucking neon light comes in, and it's very, very uncomfortable. And she's telling me some story, sharing too many details, and I'm like, why are you going into detail about something that doesn't matter? And so anyway, so this lands in the yard, and I keep going, because why not? And uh, I finish her chest, and I come outside, and here's this, you know? What? And then the rest of the movie, honestly, I'm going to skim through this real quick here, is... Scene after scene of like gradual um, decline into insanity and denial and family. We got to stick together as a family. They never really seemed that close as a family, so I didn't get how that worked at all. It didn't really matter. But the really the the creatures start to come out of this little rock thing in different ways. Uh, the little boy, the younger little boy, fucking Jack Jack. Fuck Jack Jack. Everyone hated that kid. I don't blame him. I love mystery meat. Well, this is not mystery meat, dear. It's a melange of. It's your horse. Thank you very much. You know this meat very well. To be your mother's favorite. Yeah, I love Shut up, Jack Jack. I wish there was a total Fair dick to that kid. No, Jack. 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 No, it's Jack. Jack. Shut the fuck up, Jack Jack. I hate my kids. I feel like this mom's gonna hang herself real soon. Yeah, a little shithole in the woods. With a fucking wicked daughter. Her goddamn Jack Jack and her stoner son. Worst of all, Jack Jack. Fucking Jack Jack, come back to bed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Treat you like Jack Jack for the moment. She's like a 53 year old, 14 year old. Why don't you shut the fuck up, kid, huh? I noticed you're whistling like a bitch. Hey, I'm the man in the well. How you doing? Mind get me out of here, slugger. <laughs> fuck it, Jack-Jack. Never mind, it's you. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Fuck off. Go back inside. Oh, doggy's dead. Kid, Jack-Jack just fucking watched it. Typical fucking Jack-Jack. Save the fucking dog, Jack-Jack. Don't just stare at it with your Coke bottle glasses, you prick. What a prick move. It's probably dead. Sounds like a fucking Jack-Jack in a box. Oh, it's my phone. Oh, that fucking kid. Do we care? Do we care to go look for that little kid? We should drive down to Hollywood. Shut the fuck up, Sam. Or Jack-Jack. Sorry. Confuse you with the dog. I'm going to move away from the poltergeist ripoff. And I'm going to... Walk like a man, Jack Jack, okay? Walk like a man. Not... 
Reptile Dad. Reptile Lumberjack Dad, wake up. This is fucking Donnie Darko. Just follow the thing in your chest to the other room, to the fridge. Oh, next to fucking Jack-Jack. Just realized. You make no impression at all, Jack-Jack. You're like an empty void of a person. I thought Sam the dog was next to me, but it's fucking you, Jack-Jack. You realize that, right? Why are you still alive, Jack-Jack? Anyway. Jack? Jack, you suck. Jack-Jack, you suck! Come back inside so I can verbally abuse you. Huh. Good news, Dad. Jack-Jack's dead. Jack-Jack died. Couldn't be happier about that, but... We're okay. Oh, Jack-Jack's alive. Great. <laughs> Fucking Jack-Jack. Back, back Jack-Jack. Can you at least give Jack Jack some fucking oxygen? <laughs> you have to smoosh him against the back of the couch. <laughs> He's just suffocating. He's not <laughs> absorbed. Should we hit this with a shovel several times? Probably the Jack Jack side first. Shut up, Jack Jack! Son of a bitch. Sorry. Sorry, dear. Maybe if they shoot Jack Jack, the mom will reject him and become normal again. This is weird, right? This isn't normal, All right? Okay. Finally, we get to fucking shoot Jack Jack. Love you, Dad. I love you too. <sighs> Bathe in his blood. Oh, yeah. Daddy's gonna take one more crack at you. Don't look, Jack Jack. Uh, what the fuck do I care about you? <laughs> oh, Jack Jack. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Jack Jack. Anyway, are you eating me or something? What's going on? Yeah! So long, Jack-Jack! You little bitch! You're gonna die! Yeah, you did, Jack-Jack! You little bitch! Shut the fuck up! 14 minutes left, okay. My bladder is just like, ready to blow. Like, Jack-Jack's head, just ready to blow. Fuck that kid. He sits there and he sees, he hears a man whistling in a well. He calls it the old man in the well. So he sits outside like, And then it whistles back. It didn't come into play for a while, uh, again. But then the older sister keeps doing her little Wiccan shit to try to get out of this place. Uh, she starts cutting herself at one point. I'm, I'm fast forwarding real quick through this. Uh, Nick Cage starts to get scales on his arm and he, he is in severe denial that something is wrong. The mom at one point is chopping carrots, chops off her own fucking fingers and is just like, dinner's ready. Jack, go get your mom. And the finger. Okay. Fucking Jack, go get your what fucking mom. Jack, Jack. Oh. Yeah! Dinner's ready. Every Saturday to cut your fingers off? Every fucking Saturday. Really? Every Saturday? Oh my god, that's a psychotic amount of being unaware. Where you chop off your fingers and you're just... This carrot's really red. This is weird. And they take her to the hospital, and then Nick Cage and the wife are out of the movie for a good while. It's it's really, it gets focused on like two or three different people, and then you almost forget everyone else in the movie exists, and then they're like, oh yeah, Nick Cage. And then you forget about those people for a while that were on screen before. And then they're like, oh yeah. So much so that the waterologist guy, when he showed back up, I was like, oh yeah, that guy. And I was almost like, was that a different movie I saw him in? What am I thinking of? What, what movies am I combining in my head here? Since this is a, a new movie, 
I don't really want to spoil it, which is what I did in the last, my last attempt to do this video. I went way too in the detail and spoiled everything. I would say if you're into weird, goopy monster movies, watch it. If you're not, and you're just in the Nick Cage, like some people get really obsessed with Nick Cage for some reason. I don't understand it. But if you're into that, if you're into Cage and not, not much else, you're not in the goopy monsters like From Beyond and Reanimator, this is from H.P. Lovecraft, who I know almost nothing about beyond these three movies now. That's all I know. And, and he, he created the name Arkham, which is what Batman uses. That's really all the information I have on H.P. Lovecraft. You know, H.P. Lovecraft is not for everyone. A um, couple things with H.P. Lovecraft, he is public domain, so all of his stories can be done by literally anyone that wants to do it. There's no, there's no rights involved, you know. Uh, but Lovecraft is not popular because of two reasons. For one, H.P. Lovecraft himself was a famous racist asshole, okay? So that's not really popular, you know? Um, but even if you take out the, the uh, element of racism, the guy really didn't like people very much. And a lot of his stories deal with humanity being this insignificant little cog in this giant universe of horrible things that, that humans are not capable of understanding. And that's what they mean by cosmic horror. It doesn't just mean, you know, aliens coming down and doing things. And, and uh, there is some of that in his, in his uh, stories, but it's mostly the fact that there are things out in the universe that are much older and more terrible than you can possibly imagine. And just the, the very comprehension, the very thought of these things would drive you insane. I found out I'm not in the HP Lovecraft at all. I don't give a shit about goopy humans that are falling apart. Uh, at one point the mom merges with little fucking Jack-Jack, that piece of shit. She merges with him with like a back to the back to back, like weird monster thing. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, that, that was interesting at least. It reminded me a lot of From Beyond, especially with all the magenta. Uh, but if, unless you're into HP Lovecraft and you know if you are or not, I would say don't really watch it. It's, it's Visually, it's really interesting. There's some cool special effects. There's some interesting Cage in here, but it's not enough to really watch it if you're not super into Cage, like some people can get, you know? Uh, he does have his like Valley Girl voice, where he's like, or his uh, Peggy Sue Got Married voice, which is somewhere on this side. Um, or he's, oh, what am I doing? And he's like doing this weird, like, angsty teenager voice and I'm like what the fuck is happening why is he like he, be, he starts to get like the parasites or the aliens or whatever start to take over his brain and he gets in denial and everything every time he's in denial he does this weird voice consideration around here just a little support why is he doing that voice his early 1980s voice my his Peggy Sue got married voice uh, he must have hung out with Tommy Chong <laughs> <laughs> before this scene. It's Nothing has been fucking this place up. Why are you so in denial? Okay, you know, I've... Drama! Okay? I'm talking like a valley girl, because I was in that movie Valley Girl. Okay? None of this is on camera. Okay. Valley girl. A valley girl. Okay? I fucking had it, bro. Okay? And he has one, one freak out in the movie that I can remember, where he's in the car, fucking... <laughs> punching the shit out of it, and it reminded me of mom and dad. Yeah. Fucking cocksucker! You cocksucker! Fucking up, Cage! Cocaine has it! Ah, the cocaine's taking over! Nyquil's worn off! And the Nyquil is starting to take over again. Perhaps by walking, you can gain distance from the house. And, you know, you won't literally put it in your rear view, because you can't drive, but 
you could leave. Cage is like, it's what I call it, sophisticated, where he's got his glasses, he's very well dressed, he talks very calmly to his family, and uh, well, dear, I don't agree with that decision. I, I, I'm Danny Tanner off Full House. Can't you see I'm dressed nicely? <laughs> and then he starts, what the fuck am I doing? Like later on when he starts to become all scaly and shit. He does that voice. And there's one great scene that I really laughed at. I don't know if it's going to trans translate in the, in the uh, screening that I did, the recorded. But I really did, in thinking about it even afterward, I was still laughing. Where every time they try to call uh, the daughter, because they're at the hospital because she chopped off her fingers. The daughter's at home with all the her siblings. But every time he tries to call to call the daughter, she hears like, and it cuts the cage in the hospital like right after that. So you hear like, and it cuts. Hey, so um, I don't I don't know when we're gonna be back. And hello, hello, Lavinia, is that you? <laughs> that was, all right, that was that was effective. I like that. Let's go down to the dental clinic. But it was such a good cut that I, I laughed. And that's really the only laugh I got out of it. I wasn't scared, because I don't get scared by movies, because I'm not a fucking six-year-old. And I wasn't interested in goopy monsters. There was part of it that got me interested in the goopy monsters, as I mentioned with the son and mom. So there's really nothing for me in this movie, like other than Nick Cage. If Nick Cage wasn't in this, I wouldn't have watched it. Because I heard H.P. Lovecraft and I went, eh. Like, I like From Beyond and some of Reanimator. I don't really need to watch anything else from him. But here we are. Nick Cage is in it. I don't, it's, I give it a 6 out of 10. Which is, a, which is about what it has on IMDb. So if you're really into Lovecraft, watch this. Because I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, if you're not, just skip it. Just You're not going to miss anything. You're not going to regret your decision of not watching color out of space. You know, Lovecraft, not necessarily the good guys don't always win. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's a very strange setting. Things start going ape shit and it is out of control. Nicolas Cage is trying to hold his family together. Uh, the kids are freaking out. The mom's freaking out. And it, there's a really good amount of atmosphere and suspense. Uh, use of special effects, both practical and digital. Richard Stanley is one of those directors that can do a whole lot with a very small budget and I admire that about him he's he's very much a show don't tell kind of director which is what I always look forward to I don't like a bunch of bullshit exposition and bullshit science in in my movies I, I like to just see so that I can understand what I'm watching but yeah this, this movie is amazing there's some other shit I want to talk about but I also said I don't want to spoil the ending um, so I would say uh, fast forward to this timeline to uh, avoid any spoilers, because I just want to—I really want to talk about a couple things real quick, um, and and some of them are are breaking. So fast forward to that timeline. Um, the the black guy I mentioned, the the waterologist or what the hell is hydrationist? I think is what he's called. He's he so he's a black dude in a horror movie, and he is the sole survivor of this movie, because it, you know eventually it leads down to everyone's all goopy, and then they the sheriff shoots shoots uh, or no actually nick cage runs in and shoots the mom son hybrid and just walks the fuck out of there with a shotgun um i'm not going to go into too much detail uh just bits i really enjoyed I, I liked when he shot him and he puts the gun to the son's head and i was like fucking jack jack blow blow jack jack's brains out fuck yeah and he's just like i'm sorry dear and he shoots his wife but he's just like fuck you jack jack 
very different emotional aspect for the shootings. But then uh, he goes downstairs and then the sheriff has the balls to fucking shoot Cage. So Cage dies and I was very upset by that. Did not appreciate that. No. How dare you shoot Cage? I've seen literally every movie before you. Um, without break, with the coronavirus, I and these showing up nonstop, I just sat down and watched them all. Some of them I haven't seen in years, but I have seen every single movie right here, which is insane. This was the only Cage movie I haven't seen, and now I've seen them all. So I'm waiting for that pig and jujitsu, but let's let's get back to the to, to spoiling things. So the, the sister at some point, she's carving her face up, uh, doing her fucking wicked shit and begging to get out of there. The little brother or the older brother goes into the well and gets hit with the, the, the electricity from it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck any of it means. I assume that means like the aliens taking him with him and creating like the movie Annihilation, but worse, where it's taking like the DNA from him and mixing it into the, the greater Borg, whatever the fuck is in there. It's a force that makes phone calls not work and where the fuck it is. It's covered by a thick mist. Little sister. Uh, does her wicked shit, goes outside. Uh, the waterologist walks up to her and he's like, what the fuck's going on? And she's like, <sighs> and blows the fuck up. He goes inside, the waterologist goes inside, so they're all dead. The only one left is Cage, even though he's dead. He goes inside though, and Cage is sitting there and the whole family starts to appear so that this entity can make them all appear. It reminded me a lot of uh, uh, the Tommyknockers, Stephen King's Tommyknockers, but that was green, but it had like a little egg thing outside that they all worshipped. And this is very similar to that, but a lot better because Tommy Knockers is fucking terrible. But uh, the the waterologist goes down into the basement with all the wine, and uh, it's a thin little piece of wood. But the whole fucking basically their whole area blows the fuck up and becomes dust, becomes ash. And then you see him like get out of there, and it's like you know Twilight Zone time enough at last when he's like the last person. And I was like, is this the world that blew up? Then you. They zoom away and you see it's just this like circle where the farmhouse was and everything else is fine. I'm like, okay, good. What? Cool, great. This is why I don't like these kind of movies that much. Ah, uh, that happened. There was time now. Time enough at last. The irony is there's no more water. I'm gonna bring in an ashologist. Okay. I was thinking, is it the whole world that got fucked over? But then he has a confusing ass speech about this is what the world is like now. This is what we all believe happened. This is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? I don't understand. And was the daughter, this is the reason I want to bring up the spoilers so I can get this question answered. Cause I don't want to look into it. I don't want to read any more about this. So send me a uh, something that says what the fuck the daughter did. Did the daughter kill the alien, become part of the alien or kind of a both? Like she became part of the alien, which is what they're looking for. Then they left. Because she blows it up and then she got her wish. She got her, her Wiccan wish of leaving this place. But I don't know in what aspect she got her wish for. Did it kill her? Did it take her? Did it become all of it and leave? Did it not leave? Did it just die? I have no idea. I'm sure it's a lot more explained in the book, but it's a short story. So who fucking knows? I don't want to read HP Lovecraft. So if you know, please let me know. LloydDingerWonderland at gmail.com. Please fucking get a hold of me. I, it's the only question I have and I don't want to research it. But now that we're back from spoiler time, I would say don't watch it 
It's got sophisticated in it, which is the least, it's the most boring cage, but he also has moments where he's let loose. Cage is pretty good in this movie. I, I like, I don't want to like say he's boring in the movie, but his sophisticated is, it's a subdued cage. It's the NyQuil cage. It's, uh, I have another show called NyQuil and Cocaine where I talk about the movie Face Off because Cage is either NyQuil high or cocaine high. And it can, it can switch from second to second where he's like he does that where he goes back and forth and it's, it's magnificent to watch. I really do enjoy it. Although some people are really obsessed with Cage and I don't get it, but he is good in the movie. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have watched it, like I said. But out of his recent movies, this one, Grand Isle, which I actually did enjoy, Primal, which is fucking terrible, Running with the Devil, which is okay, um, and A Score to Settle, which is okay. This is one of the better ones. It's, you know, people keep comparing it to Mandy. I think it's just because of all the pink and how weird it is, but Mandy, I think, is a far superior film. It's got a revenge story. It's got violence. It's got things I like to watch in a movie. It's got, it's a more of a character driven movie. This is more of a things happening to people and them reacting to it back and forth where they're like, seems like they're really concerned and it seems like they're denial. And you're just kind of like, I read some, something on IMDb where it says it needs to be longer. And I was like, this movie needs to be 25 to 30 minutes shorter for me. But if you're into H.P. Lovecraft, I can imagine you wanting more. I just found it dragged. And I'm like, oh. And then Tommy Chong shows up. I, I assume he was the one making the swastikas out of the doll legs. Because they tell the waterologist, like, he's probably not going to talk to you. I'm like, oh, this is the guy that made the swastikas. But then he wasn't really. else living on the property aside from your family? There's Ezra, our squatter, but he keeps to himself. You have a squatter? Would he be okay if I talk with him? You can try. That's gotta be Tommy Chong, right? Show you the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I can't promise he's gonna talk to you. He's racist. A lot of Confederate flags posted outside his home, you know? Who has a squatter on their property? There's a lawsuit waiting to happen nowadays. Hey, he's the one making the the Barbie dolls and the swastikas and he was really nice to the black dude so I'm like who made the fucking swastika out of the out of the Barbie doll legs what the fuck None, nothing that got set up really mattered later on they talk about a, a compass and that doesn't matter later on they talk about so much stuff that doesn't get paid off at the end like they set up all this stuff that I'm like okay as a film watcher and a film reviewer I'm like okay I'm, I'm focused on this so I can talk about it in the show by the time it gets to the end I'm like you left so many breadcrumbs back there that you didn't... I can't follow those breadcrumbs because it just leads into a fucking wall. Like, okay. So I, I was really unsatisfied at the end, but I still overall, it's okay. I don't know what to say. Here's my cage rankings. Um, I'll put them on the screen like I always do. So go to liwstudios.com. Check out all of our other video shows and podcasts. They're all comedy shows. LIW Tales from the Crypt Review is our newest show on there. LIW The Twilight Zone Review is uh, another one of our big ones on there. But you can also send us a message at loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com and patreon.com slash studios. Get that behind the scenes access shit, whatever you want to say. I don't, smash that like button! But um, go ahead and, and do those things because you're a great person and you like Cage. Some, hopefully you're not obsessed with Cage because that is disgusting. Um, Cage is going to play Joe Exotic from what I hear. Stop sending me things about it. I understand that he's going to do that. 
I don't need 55 people telling me. Uh, I want to see that, and I can't name a single person in history that could play a better Joe Exotic than Nick Cage. I honestly can't. That's not me saying that as like a Nick Cage fanatic, which I'm not. But that's just me being honest. Like he he can really pull that movie off, and I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it does really happen. I don't know. Uh, assuming we all survive this coronavirus thing, um, we'll see. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. So long, Cage. Bye. Richard Stanley did a good job directing it. It's just not not for me. Okay. Cage is gonna be proud of this one. <laughs> Shut my oxygen again. Hopefully, he sends more booze.